Proverbs chapter 16, verses 23 and 24. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. Is there such a thing as a type of wisdom that is not godly, but of the world? I think so. Uh, James in chapter 3, he talks about um, people with hearts of jealousy and selfish ambition. Okay, uh, Verse 15, this is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. So we can see a people with a selfish ambition. They're making their plans, trying to reach their goals by um, using wisdom, but it's not wisdom of God. So we could consider Adolf Hitler, all right? Was he a wise man? Well, he was judicious and persuasive like our text talks about. That's pretty clear. Uh, he formulated his thoughts and words to make his personal goals for Germany make perfect sense to the hearers. His oration, his articulation, and it flowed from his mouth. He, building, he built argument on top of argument, and he created a case that at least seemed to be to support itself. Uh, he also spoke passionately. and. Uh, it seemed from his body language and the, the inflection in his voice that he, uh, he believed passionately what he was speaking about. Um, he seemed wise in other ways. Uh, for example, when he learned that if he appealed to the youth or the young people of, the, of Germany, it would benefit his case um, for years to come. And so he pursued that course. So with all Hitler's judicious and persuasive speech, for a time, it appeared as though all he did was for Germany. And many people trusted his words. Um, but consider this. All these ta tactics that Hitler used were morally neutral. Uh, I mean, it was things like make a goal, make a case, make, use persuasive speech. I mean, these same strategies are used by successful organizations around the world to, to move people towards supporting their own goals. Uh, they're, they're ethically unbiased in themselves. They can be used for good or evil. And, but it's the heart of man that determines whether utilizing these tools moves us with God-glorifying wisdom or self-seeking wisdom. So Hitler's wisdom is seen as earthly wisdom because of his own pride. And, and this one deviation shows man's wisdom is, is foolish. I mean, pride is what it is. It's self-glorification instead of God-glorification. It, it always guarantees failure. God's going to get the glory. In closing, I want to read verse 24 again. Um, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. You know, as believers, 
we have received God's clear words in the gospel. Um, clear words of grace I mean the Holy Spirit opened our eyes to see Jesus as beautiful and good news for our soul. Um, he showed us his, his grace in what Jesus did for us on the cross. He was paid the wages for our sins. Um, what we deserved. He didn't have to pay for any sins for himself. He was perfect. And then he gives us his righteousness, which um, only he has. We don't have righteousness. We deserve death. He gives this to all who will hope in him, all who will delight in him, um, all who will believe in him. And, uh, and then he raised from the grave and he's going to give us that same power to be victorious and to grow in him while we're on this earth. To be victorious over sin. And also, as he was raised from the grave, he's going to raise us up from the grave one day. Incorruptible, never to die again, and to be with him forever. So these are all good news. They're, they're gracious words. And we are now to share these gracious words with others. And we are to do it um, with judiciously. In other words, making a good case. And to do it um, uh, with grace uh, and to be persuasive uh, in that uh, we are genuine about what we are saying and we're passionate. Um, and so if we can articulate a good case for the good news that we have to bring, we can demonstrate that we're not talking fairy tales, but rather everything we say makes perfect sense. I mean, we will not speak with a sanctimonious, holier-than-thou attitude or with condemning words, but rather with love and passion about the grace of God that was shown to us through Jesus. And, and for those who hearts who God opens to hear the words of grace, it will be the best thing they ever heard in their whole life. I mean, this is good news. Jesus is beautiful. He's the greatest treasure in the universe. Um, we used to treasure the, uh, the things of the world. I mean, we sought after in, get, gaining more and getting more and being, having more power and authority among the, the ways of the world. And uh, all these, with the wisdom of the world guided our life. But now, um, instead of seeking our own glory, we have saw the glory of God in Jesus Christ. And we want to see more of his glory. And we want to share his glory with others. Uh, our old treasures of the earth used to bring us a type of happiness. But now treasuring Jesus brings us the greatest joy possible. And we want to, to share this, these, this words, these words of grace that were given to us with others. Um, Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. Um, forgive us where we fail you, Lord. Help us to grow in you practically. Thank you for your righteousness, Lord. Thank you for um, the words of grace that you opened our eyes to see Jesus as the greatest treasure in the universe, Lord. Help us to be boldly go and share the words of grace with others, judiciously making a good case, Lord. Help us to know what we what we believe, and and take and rejoice in it, and let it be internalized in our heart, 
that we might share uh, your glory with others. In Jesus' name, amen.